travel to see what's around the bend and what we're capable of. And now Capital One's new class of travel card can keep up with you. Introducing Venture X from Capital One. With 10x miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2x miles on everything else you buy. Venture X, for those always asking, where next? Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Going on, y'all. Welcome back to the block. It's your girl, Red. You got my homie, my big bro, my blood, Mr. Royale on the block. Say what's up to the people. Oh, what's happening? How everybody doing today? Sit on this loud ass bourbon. That's what we do, bourbon on the rocks. Keep it smooth. We gotta hit you with another episode. We got three topics. You already know what the deal is. We got three. Start at the top. Let's start with some music shit. Let's talk about NWA. You know, Strata Compton just came out a couple months ago, about a month ago. And I, I came across something my cousin was saying. It was uh, He was talking about how before N.W.A., conscious hip-hop was like the thing going on back in the 80s until N.W.A. came along and kind of pushed the conscious hip-hop out of the way and kind of just let gangster rap take over. Now, my question to you is, Mr. Music, is there space for conscious hip-hop and gangster hip-hop at the same time? Of course, it's a big space for for conscious, for gangster rap, for uh, uh, reality rap. I mean, anything that you want to do in hip hop, that's what that plateau and that platform is there for. I think the biggest issue regarding when N.W.A. came on the scene was the individuals in power that took over. It's like once they got hooked up with Jerry Heller and the airwaves exploded with everybody reacting to such this this raw form of reality rap other record labels took notice to that and once they took notice to that it didn't matter if what you was talking about or if you even really lived that lifestyle Mm -hmm. because even if as you've seen in the movie dr dre wasn't a gangster he never he never portrayed to be a gangster but that's what he rapped about so once record labels saw that these individuals can rap and speak on gangster rap they knew they can make money off of it so i think that was the major issue regarding when gangster rap came on the record labels and the people in power knew that hey the more rappers that we get that are rapping like this we can make money off of it because society and people are eating it up they loving it so it did take it did push conscious rap to the back uh, we didn't uh, the arrest of developments the public enemies um, I mean boogie monsters it was so many groups that was doing conscious hip hop back then that once that plateau came on everywhere you turn NWA, Snoop, Daz Corrupt, Spice One mm-hmm. Ghetto Boys, I mean Easy e South Circle, Tupac, Tupac I mean yeah. the list just went on and on it was just everybody that came out was a gangster and a yeah. lot of them could have lived that life but the record labels didn't care about that. If you had that image and you n- sounded good over a beat, we was going to push you, we was going to mm-hmm. sell you, we was going to drive that market up because we can make that money off you versus you speaking on equality and black life and yeah. being peaceful and having fun. That's what I, I mean, my thing was this, it's like everything in this world has to, has an opposite. Mm-hmm. It has to exist. 
So you gotta have the conscious and you gotta have the gangster. That was Martin and then that was Malcolm. Like you had a you have a choice. Right. That's how life is anyway. It's off on all this shit. Y'all know the back and forth. So you have to have that. I feel like yes, yeah, it's, it's always good to be conscious. I love it. I love mm-hmm. to read articles and watch documentaries and you know, always learn something. But then there's also a time when you have to actually fight. Like you have to actually like get out there and flex a little muscle. Right. Because otherwise ain't nobody trying to sit here. And just hear you talk all this shit, talk all this shit to you, because you can mm-hmm. agree with it. But then it's like, man, you got to start putting that shit in motion. Yep. Because otherwise, it's just words. Like, all you doing is just telling everybody, you know, we got to vote. We got to do this. We got to do that. But if I don't go to the polls, then what am I talking about? I'm just hitting you with some bullshit that I feel like this is what sounds good. And this is what I need you to do. So that's how I feel like when, when I, my cousin said that, I feel like he was, you can't pin one against the other. Because you got to be able to have all that shit in your... If you're a real music lover, you have all of that shit in your archive. Mm-hmm. Like, you have that. You got to have Public Enemy, and then you got to have N.W.A. Because you can sit there and talk about fight the powers that be. We can do that. Right. But then you got to turn around and let them know, man, fuck the police. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's how you got to feel. Because I, ain't nobody... The police ain't trying to hear that, you know, fight the powers that be. They're like, yeah, whatever. Right. But if I sit here and I tell you, nigga, fuck you, fuck the police, oh, now y'all got, I got your attention. So now you ready to do something. You trying to make something happen. So that's why I was like, you can't. Yeah, I would love to see a public enemy movie. Everybody should. Yeah, like it's it's a it's a good time to do like a hip hop biopic, but let's not you know oversaturate yeah. with it. That's that's what we gonna end up running into. Like with the dog pound movie that they talking about, they want to do. It's like yeah, I really don't want to. I don't want to see that. It almost seemed like they coming out to get just to get, strike while the arms out to get yeah. a check. Like yeah. I would hate to see a public enemy movie and Charles S. Dutton is playing Chuck Dick. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be terrible. Because that's how everybody's coming out to get a check and they act. One of one of my favorite quotes is from Common when he says, "If I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean that I'm hating." And when you look at music today, it's like you you got gangster rap, you got conscious, and then as in today, it's a lot of dance music, yeah. and it's a lot of people that's not even talking of anything of substance. Bubblegum rap. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's to me it's terrible. Yeah. But. I don't knock none of these people out here doing it because just because you making it don't mean that people have to buy it. Exactly. Another one of my favorite quotes from Immortal Technique, just because you sell a million records, it just it don't mean that you hot. It just means that a million people are stupid as fuck. That's it. So I don't knock nobody out of here hustling and getting their money because you got to do what you got to do to change your environment and to do what you got to for your family. Mm-hmm. My biggest gripe is that when you have these artists such as like, jay-z or your ludicrouses i don't know what they're doing on the i don't know if they giving money to charities or not but when you come out here and you say that you know that you sound you're sounding corny just to sell records like jay-z said on one of his songs like he's not even rhyming common sense he knows he's not so it's like he's aware of what he's doing Mm -hmm. he knows that he's not making any sense but you're in you're in a a situation to where you got so much money that you don't have to lay in bed with these record execs right. no more. Yep. So you got your money. You can go out and you can branch out and you can do your own. And if you actually want to speak about that, then you can speak about that because people are going to listen because you already got your plateau and that's what you really want to do. So it's like, you're not doing that. So it makes me believe that it's bullshit. And you're just saying that on record to yep. make it sound hot. That's why I big up your killer mics 
your mm-hmm. Talib Kweli's, I mean, your Kendrick Lamar's, your J. Cole's, yeah. your Fonte from Little Brother. I mean, there's so many artists out here who went against the grain and stuck to their to they craft yeah. to do their music instead of just going with what was hot. Uh, being a hot nigga like Bobby Shmurda and right. coming up with a dance. You got those those guys. You can tell they go. They're not going to be here. It's not longevity mm-hmm. because you, there's nothing else you could give us. Like you gave us the Smoney dance and anything after that. If it ain't living up to that, then it's 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 a null, it's null and void. It doesn't even make sense for you to even try it. Right. It's fucked up as it sounds. So you really gotta like when it comes to music, you gotta really decide for yourself. What do I, do I want to do? What's just hot for the moment? And get a couple checks and get right. a little buzz, or do I do something that's gonna have me? I gotta work for my fan base. I right. gotta grab and gravitate to people mm-hmm. over a period of time. But a lot of people would take the less road travel. Like I'm gonna go over here and do a couple, you know, bubblegum pop shit, whatever, snappy fingers, shake your ass. But then you can't come, around, you can't turn around and try to hit me with some comment nah, shit. Like you rap. can't, like I'm not gonna believe you. Mm-hmm. We don't believe you. You need more people. Like it's right. not, you can't do that. So it's it's. With hip hop, it's a it's a crapshoot. I've said that so many times on this show. Everything I look at is a crapshoot. You just gotta really just go out here and and pray you hit a seven, and then and pray that that's the right. one that's gonna get you where you wanna get to. But it's like you know you can't let that music control you. Nah. It's just the it's just it's entertainment. That's it. Take what you can from it. That's it, and don't let it be like any more than that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think a lot of people roll into. And that's how, like, with the gangster raps and, uh, and all that shit, they'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm about that life. But then it's like, when it's time to be about that life, you, you're not. Really? You ain't never lived it. You don't <laughs> no, know but it, you it. just, you know, listening to a couple songs, and it was like, I mean, they make it sound so easy, but not telling, they're not showing you the other side of the shit. Right. Like, yeah, we did all this. And some of them have done it. Like, we've done all this, but they, you know, were lucky. They kind of just, like, passed by the death and the going to jail. Like that's just the reality of it. So you could be out here selling all these rocks and selling pills and all that other bullshit. Like your favorite rapper might be talking about. But the flip side is, two things gonna happen to you: dead, jail. Because mm-hmm. no one has made it out alive or made it so successful just based off this one drug. Like right. they either are in jail or they are dead. Like that's it. And that's what was so crazy from like the N.W.A. Like we all know knew the story about N.W.A. Right. But um. The flip side of that coin is like we needed to, the world needed to hear that message yeah. to that what, what what was going on in Compton, what they was living and what they was dealing with on a daily basis. People needed to see that. Is and but the flip side of that is that now with that message, the parents have to make sure that they're doing yeah. their job. Because yeah. if you're not doing your job as a parent, like. I can let my little girl listen to something like that, but then I'm going to explain the, yeah, the yin yeah. and the yang, the good and bad from it. So she knows, and you know what I'm saying? As long as I know if I instilled that in my child, that as she grow up, that no matter which road she goes down, I can feel comfortable in myself knowing that I was 100% with my child and kept it real with them because I just didn't expose the bad. I also exposed the good and explained yeah. both sides to my daughter to what can happen. So... That's where that's where it hurts because gangster rap came in and it took over and it was so popular that so many kids got lost inside of that yeah. and they glorified that mm-hmm. and they wanted to you know what I'm saying they wanted to rock the Oakland Raiders and wear all black mm-hmm. and sell drugs and, and be bloods and crips and <laughs> it's not that NWA was promoting that no. that's what they lived in and that's what they was raised around so that's what they was speaking on so. 
as a rap artist, they didn't do anything wrong regarding that because that was an environment. Once that message has been sent out, then that falls on the ear of the listener. And if it's a child, then it's up to the parent to be a parent and let the child know like, hey, this is entertainment. Right. This is do what they live. It. Do not follow down this road because what happens down this road is also what they're talking about. Mm. Death. You're going to be in jail. You know what I'm saying? It can be real ugly. So I think I think the power of the record labels and also individuals as parents and mentors or anything of that nature was the reason why so many fell by the wayside. It's the perfect segue. So now we're going to get to the next topic. When is it okay or what age do you keep it absolutely 100 with your kids? Now, I don't have any kids, so I'm going to go first because bro got a daughter. But for me, I I would say we might say the same thing because we were raised by the same person. So it's like over a period of time because you don't want to take the child's innocence completely right. from them like out the gate. You don't want to be... Like, okay, we got, we, when we was in church, I don't think Pastor did this too much when we were kids because we was in another service. But anyway, he would, like, lately he would say around Christmas, there is no Santa Claus. And there's kids sitting right there in the congregation. And I feel like, first of all, that's not, that wasn't his place to just go ahead and blurt that out. Mm-hmm. To kind of, then that brings up questions and conversations that the parent does not want to have with their right. kid yet. So you're almost, you're snatching a piece of their innocence from them. I get what he's saying because in that, in that, arena that that we are in at that time you have to talk about you know god because god was the reason for the season and all those things so i get that but it's like you kind of got to watch what you how you say it to everybody else's kids because yeah. that's not that they don't want to have that conversation yet because now you got kids asking you know what is he talking what's pastor talking about because you already telling the kid you got but listen to what the pastor's telling you because he's preaching the good word so you the kids out of right like okay pastor said it so there it is that Santa's not real. And that just causes a trickle-down effect because the kid going to go to school and bust everybody else's bubble right. and everybody going to be walking around like, wow, wow, why is this going on? So, I, I mean, over a period of time, honesty has to creep in. I don't want you, like, no kid should have to grow up in this lollipop world thinking that a fat white man every, every you know, Christmas Eve comes and sneaks in somebody's house and leaves gifts or the tooth fairy comes in your room and takes the tooth out and you know leaves you some money behind like that's not always going to be the case mm-hmm. and i don't even understand where that shit came from like i think that's, pa- that's paganism. paganism yeah exactly so those are things they teach you over a period of time to kind of keep you they want to control your mind yeah. and it's and it's very commercialized christmas you know your kid wants all the, the hottest electronics they want jordans they want this they want that it's because that's what's pushed in their face yep. so it's like like I said, I think it's over a period of time you should keep it real with your kid. What you think? I, I agree. I think it's over a period of time and also based upon the situation. Right. Um, my daughter, she is nine years old and she still believes in Santa Claus. And mm-hmm. I'm going to allow her at least until I would say 11, 11 12-ish yeah. around that age. You know what I'm saying? To where I would then speak to her in regards to Santa Claus not being real. Right. You ain't got to agree with me. You ain't got to, you know what I'm saying? You can disagree with me. But she's young, and as of as of right now, regarding that situation, I'm going to allow her to be young and still fantasize regarding that. Right. But I, I, it's just really based upon a situation that that comes up. Now, if your child is out here and she say this, your your like one time, my daughter was outside playing, and it was just her and her friends, and she ended up kissing a little boy on the cheek. 
Now, in that situation, I had to be all the way blunt real and lay that shit down. Stop it right here. Right now. Hey. 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 <laughs> get your lips off that. Right. Don't do that. So, I mean, it's really just based upon the situation. And in that instance, I had to let her know you are too young because, for yeah. one, you don't even know what you're doing. Right. You're out here playing with your friends and your friends said to do something and you just did it off of action. Right. And you don't know what that action can bring. Right. Because that little boy might be you know what I'm saying more experienced or further along ahead are dirty or hell. dirty and you know what I'm saying <laughs> and is aware of that because of how they was raised right. and what they're around but you as my child I raise you with principles and instincts and for you to know that no that is wrong and I know as a child you're going when you're in the moment of doing stuff you're going to do it and you're not going to understand why you do it and you, you know what I'm saying so in that situation I had to be all the way real I'm like no you are too young you do not kiss little boys your focus at this young age is being in school and learning and understanding what you're learning and your chores and being responsible to show me that you're, you know what I'm saying, that these things that you ask for, that you want for Christmas, you want an iPad, you right, want you want, you want a Kindle, and you want this. In order for you to get that, you have to show me that you are mature enough. You have to show me that you are willing to accept that gift that I'm going to give to you by showing me that you understand what I'm teaching you and these principles that we instill in you. So I really, I really, really think that <clears throat> based, upon, based upon the situation have to be real with your child you know you don't like like erica said you don't want them to be in no growing up in no bubblegum bubblegum world because it's gonna smack reality. you in the face just it is reality. and i don't know if you know this but like when we we grew up downtown in our city east end east side of louisville Clarksdale, all that shit you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. We yeah yeah now nah, uh <laughs> but it was like where we grew up at I kind of put two and two together. Like, mama didn't have to be like, there is no Santa Claus. I just was, like, looking around the crib, and I was like, we don't have a chimney, and we yeah. live in the hood. Ain't no fat white man about to just walk right. up on this doorstep and be like, hey, excuse me, let me go ahead and put these gifts in here for your kids. Like, the fuck? And we and honestly, and my, like my mom always said, we don't care where it comes from as long as we get it. That was it. That's what it came down to. So you just handed over the Christmas list or whatever. Like, as long as I get the money to check, whatever, I, don't, I don't care who, who right. it came from. Is it gone? Is it mine? That's so let's it. just do that. All right, we're going to switch topics. We got one more. Okay. The infamous side chick, side nigga shit. Now, this stems from, I was telling my brother, <clears throat> I be on social media, and these dudes be, like, posting and be happy and proud. They be like, you know, side nigga deals, all this other bullshit, whatever. So dudes can do that. And everybody laughs and like, hi, boy, you crazy. But say on the flip side, me as a female, if I put up some shit like, you know, sad chicks, I do this, I do that, I'm going to be frowned upon. I'm going to have the finger wagging it. Why are you doing that? That's nasty. That why? That's just, uh, why would you? I mean, but in some situation, I feel like this is something that you don't say to the masses. Like that's just some you shit shouldn't. you got. Some shit you just keep to yourself, even if that's what you want to do. And, so, and some sometimes... You don't want to be bothered with a relationship, but just listen and, to it. But it's like, but it's sad. Side chick, side, side nigga. nigga. Like, it's like, why would you want to do that? Why glorify or give any power to that? And yeah. as an individual, why would you broadcast and showcase yourself like, as a side chick or a side nigga? Me personally, 
I'm not going to glorify the man that's saying that, and I'm right. not going to glorify the chick that's saying that. Yeah. Me, personally, how I look at it, I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to look at both of y'all as yeah. stupid as shit. It's dumb. I hate that because, it's like I said, they be, they'll laugh about it, you know, this, this, I ain't got time, I'll do what your man won't do. Okay, here's the thing. If I'm in a relationship and my man ain't doing something I don't that he, that he should be doing for me, I'm going to have to get me a new nigga. Like, that's just, the, that's it, because... I'm going to tell you, I can give you the insight. Like, baby, we should do this. I want that. That would be nice. And if you don't follow suit, okay, well, then this ain't going to work for me. Let me just right. go ahead, push on out. Let me find somebody that's going to give <clears throat> me what I want as opposed to bringing in a whole nother human being. All these new sets of feelings, emotions, what he like, what he don't like. Like, it's just, I don't have ain't enough hours in the day for me to remember what my man likes and then what my side nigga gonna do. Like, just give me one nigga that's gonna do what I need him to do, and I'm gonna reciprocate. Like, that's what it comes down to. But, I mean, the side chick and side nigga, that, all that stuff just stems back to what society has always been. And the image that has been pushed upon regarding men and women mm -hmm. so regarding if a man was per, promiscuous yeah. and slept around <clears throat> that wasn't frowned upon no. but if a female did it she was a jazabelle she was a witch she was a hoe she and that was all stemmed upon how society wants you to view these individuals regarding it because they always wanted you to view a man as power mm -hmm. And a woman as being dependent upon that man for everything. Right. So that's where that stems from and how society pushes that image for men and women. Like over the years and over time, it is it has changed somewhat to where you know what I'm saying women it, it is school, good for women to be empowered and to yeah be, and be independent and go out here and strive and to show they can live on their own over time. But getting still at the end of the day. It's all about the man. Yeah. All that's what day you, long. Like, it's a, like I always <clears throat> said, it's like, you know, if I got to do it all, I'll be by my damn self. That's just how I look at it. That's probably why I've been single for like a grip. Like it's been a while because it's like, I'm not expecting, I'm not, I don't have high expectations. I don't think, like, I just want you to be, I want you to be strong. I want you to be that. I want you to be supportive. Like, these are just things I need you to be. Right. Like, I'm not asking, like, you ain't got to have the flyest car, the biggest house, the, all the new shit. Like, I ain't saying all that. But when I, I'm just saying, I need, I need support. Because right. if you ain't going to support what I'm trying to do in my life and the things that I choose to do, then why the fuck are you here? Like, you really just taking a space you can get out of my way. And, and get out the way for the person that's going to do what I need them to do. I'm not going to bring in those sad niggas. I'm, I'm going to keep him because, you know, me and Juan been together for 12 years. And that's my boo. I'm going to ride or die. But let me bring in, you know, Tyrone to get me together. Like, what the fuck are we doing? That's just the world. You get, you, you have people that, okay, I'm comfortable in this situation and what mm -hmm. I got. But. Right. So I'm, I'm not that comfortable because I'm not getting this. Right. So if I'm not getting this and this other other individual can give me that, then I'm going to go get that. But I'm going to hold on to this, this like just, just in case. Like, come on, much. it's just you're, too fucking you're much. You're doing the most. It's, it's like, too much. just stop. Because I think the, the problem with relationships now nowadays is that people will sit here and talk about how many years they've been with a person i've been with this person 10 years okay but what have y'all done in, the, in these 10 years besides make a kid because anybody can get out here and get a kid sexual chemistry ain't shit like it's not hard 
for that to come about. What's hard is the actual building right. and holding conversations and support and understanding and trust and loyalty. Those things are the hard part. Sex, nah, not so much. That's that's easy actually. But that's 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 the problem nowadays. Is today is all about instant gratification. Yep. It's all about the now. So. That's why relationships dwindle out so fast because people are on to the next. It's just like if you was a, a hot rapper and you just dropped a single, they're like, all right, that was dope. Ten minutes later, yeah. I need a new song. Yeah, Where like, you at? Where you at? <laughs> I need that. I need that. I need that. And that's just it, it's society. And, and that's what it all, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these situations that we all talked about right now, these three little subject matters, all of it at the end of the day goes back to society. Yep. From NWA to how you want, how real do you keep it with your chi- your, your kids, and then side chick and side niggas. Society plays a key role into a lot of that, and people need to open their eyes to but, realize that. But you know what's crazy when we say society? We are society. We are. That, that's what's so crazy. Like we'll point the <clears throat> finger at society and be like, "Well, shit, nigga, we that that's what we make up who society is." That's why I'm not in social media. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like. It, that's a, why I took myself it's out a, of it's it. It's a gift and a curse, it for is. real, because it really it's like is. you need that social media right. presence for it to be known that, you know, what your buzz is doing is hot, and mm-hmm. then that's how you can get on. But it's it's a curse because, like, it's just so much you can get yourself into. Yep. Like, you can get yourself into some trouble. Like, with relationships, when people say, you know, social media ruined my relationship, I'm like, no, it's a two. It's an innocent tool. Mm-hmm. It's what you, the person that controls it, yeah. whatever you decide to bring to it, that's what brings the drama. Yep. So Facebook didn't, or Instagram or Twitter, none of that shit brings those females and or those males into your inbox. It's what you say, what you do, how, how you, you look. It. Yeah, <clears throat> all that shit, that's what it comes down to. Yep. And that's what causes the problems. But And then that's how you run into the side chick, side nigga, all that shit, because it's so easy just to hop on your Instagram and follow you, whoever you following, and you be like, oh, okay, let me slide on in. Let me see what I can get from it, and I'm going to put her on the side. But without, here's my problem. They don't ask. Dudes don't ask you. I'm just saying, there ain't no right way to come out and be like, you want to be my side chick. But you can at least explain the situation that you're in, and then let the well, female I mean, decide that's the least if you should. that's what she wants to if do. If that's what you're about, and that's what right. you're out here doing, that's the least you should do. Because nine times out of ten, I promise you, if you a side nigga and you looking for something, and you just come to a chick like, look here, I got a, I got a girl, I just want to get down with you. Nine times out of ten, she's probably gonna be with it. Right, because she's probably sitting there thinking like, you know what, I ain't got time for no boyfriend. Let me, let me get my shit off, and let's just leave it at that. Yeah. But that's then that's where the problem runs into is that no one's telling you that this is the position that you're playing. Mm-hmm. You literally. They out here hoodwinking motherfuckers. They like, you know, I'm single and blah, blah, blah. Let's do this. And then a couple months later, all of a sudden, this this girlfriend you've been with for years upon years pops up. And you like, ah, oh, she's crazy. No, motherfucker, you didn't keep it real. Like, right. that's it. Keep it 100 and all that you do. I'm telling you, the, the truth hurts, but it's respected, though. Because can't nobody respect no liar. Mm. Can't no, ain't nobody going to trust no liar. You can always trust the truth. That and also with social media, learn how to separate yourself from the stupidity Mm -hmm. and realize what reality is. Like with this, the stuff that we we have talked about. Learn how to separate your kids from social media and to keep them keep them away from certain things. From with the NWA movie, learn how to teach your kids about the realities of music and also the conscious side of music. 
with side chicks and side niggas. Try to teach your kid the to be an individual of stature right. and to walk with your head held high and that you will not be any one side. And, and, and regarding being side, it just doesn't mean for relationships or sex. That means job. Yeah. That means your whole entire lifestyle. You would not hold yourself down to be a side to anything. Okay. Hold yeah. your head high and be your own individual. And you walk with pride and you be your own person. And you have no shame and no fault in that. So uh, society, and I, I can't harp on that enough because the push of society is so strong and we do not realize it as individuals. We mm -hmm. really don't. We, you have your Facebook, your Instagrams, your Twitters. We have all these different social media networks that is a viable tool so, to use right. regarding whatever your profession is or just for entertainment. But people get so lost in it based upon the information that is pushed out to you and how they drowned it to you. You know what I'm saying? Like the LBGT. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Uh, I mean no harm. I have no, I hold nothing against you all. Live your life. But that agenda has been pushed so hard regarding television shows, networking, mm -hmm. music awards. I mean, it's Everything. over. It's everywhere. Like, and it's just pushed upon you. So it's like, okay, it's cool for you to push that, but it's not cool for you to push education. It's not cool right. for you to push that, you know what I'm saying? This is what happened in this city. Right. This is what this individual is doing to uplift his community. That information is not pushed, and it, it gets washed over and overlooked. Yeah. But the negativity, which brings power and energy because people feed into it, yeah. that's what keeps social media going. And I, the only reason why I'm not on social media because I choose not to let that energy have any hold on my life. Because if I look at it, then it's going to cause me to think about it. And if it causes me to think about it, then it's causing me to react. So I'd rather not have it at all because I don't want to react in a way to where I could do something to damage me or someone that I love. So I just pray that ind individuals and everybody that's in in the media and that takes heat in the media and gives it so much power make sure you're using it for the right things and also make sure you're teaching your children be a parent be a friend be a mentor just make sure you're using it for the right things and help those and help and push it in the right way because it's a beautiful thing yeah. it really is but it's been saturated with so many people and stupidity and, and they don't use it for the right things that's why I'm like, I'm straight. I'd rather not deal with it at all. This was a good show. I'm glad you came I'm on. I'm glad Big you had bro. me on. We out sure though. Catch me up next time on the block. We out. Yes, sir. Your next career move could be your best. Verizon Retail is where people learn, grow, and succeed. We offer the potential to earn up to $50,000 annually and amazing benefits that start on day one. Get perks including half off your wireless phone plan, up to $8,000 per year in tuition assistance, and a 401k match to help you reach your goals. Pursue your ambitions today. Learn more and apply at verizon.com forward slash retail careers.